Father, we just thank you for this time that we have together, Lord God. We're excited, Lord. We know that you always want to bless your children, Lord. That, Lord, as soon as we call on your name, your word says that you've answered before we've even called, Lord God. And we just depend on that, Lord. And we look to you, Jesus, because you are the fulfillment of every desire that we could have, Lord. We talk about dreams, Lord, and seeing and vision, Lord. And, you know, at the end of the rainbow, Lord, if you weren't there, it wouldn't be worth it, Lord. But because we know that you are there, Lord, everything is possible, Lord. And we just want to say thank you, Lord. And so we do just look to you tonight, Lord, that you would fill our cup, Lord God, that we would leave with specific things that you desire us to implement in our lives, Lord. We thank you that you put weight, Lord, where it needs to rest, Lord. And we just receive it, Father, with a glad heart. We just know, we know, just as everyone who's spoken already tonight is just so confident in your goodness, Lord. We know that you have a glorious destiny for each one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. That's Psalm 73, in case you were wondering about whether, in fact, you do have a glorious destiny. Psalm 73, I'm not sure which translation, but talks about the glorious destiny that God has for us. So we're in this uh, from ice cream to I do month, right? And this talk sort of sits right in there. We have one more talk left in this series. And um, we're talking about going from sort of what about me, sort of a me-focused kind of orientation to life right, to seeing as we look out in the horizon of our life, right, as we make our dream list, right. you know, our bucket list, whatever you want to call it, like, from going from that to an approach of we, what about we, God, what are we doing when we plan and scheme what tomorrow holds, you know, our heart's desire is that for each one of us, we would be thinking about Jesus, right, what does he have for me, right, I don't want to look out at my life and plan, what I can come up with, because I know God says that I can't even think what he's got in store for me. I can't even imagine what he has for me. So right. why would I waste my time trying to plan my future when I know that I am limited if I don't involve him in the process? So tonight we're talking about our futures and vision and seeing, and we're starting from this place of partnership where we acknowledge that we are his, right? I mean, Pastor Tina last week spoke about a mission statement, if you were here on Wednesday, and she talked about going away and asking the Lord for a phrase, a sentence that would describe our purpose, why we're here. And she gave a cautionary note, which we really need to pay attention to, because she said, unless we answer those three primary questions about love, provision, and protection, we really have no business asking, who am I and why am I here? Yeah. Those questions are secondary to first understanding yeah. that we are his, yeah. right? That he is the creator of everything. Yeah. And so when we think about who am I, well, the first answer to that is I am a child of God. Yes. That's the first number one number one point on my list of who am I, right? Why am I here? I'm here to fulfill the plan that God has for my life. Jeremiah 29:11. everybody knows it, right? For I have plans for you, not to harm you, but to give you a future and a hope, right? So God already has a glorious destiny for each one of us. That's the absolute truth. He never changes his mind. You might have a bad day where you feel like God's forgotten about you and everybody else is being blessed except for you. You're wrong. 
That's just the way it is because God is consistent. And even more so, he's faithful. So if he said it, he's faithful to watch over his word to make sure that we receive exactly what we are believing for. That's how partnerships work, right? Together, we're better, right? Together, we're better. And so with Jesus, it's the same. Together, we're better. So we're going to be talking about uh, sharpening our vision tonight, actually getting vision. And we're actually going to end with a real practical thing that you can do on your own. And if you've been a VSR or Light City School of Ministry student, right, you've already done this exercise. And yay, we got a couple sample boards here to show you. So we're excited. So you need to have a piece of paper and a pen if you are serious about doing some implementation, okay? If you're serious about doing some homework, so I need to see everybody moving towards their phone, a pen, a piece of paper, something, 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 right? Let's be serious. I'm also a certified life coach, and so let me just say that I don't end anything without saying get your phone out and decide when are you going to do this, okay? So I might not push you to that point tonight, but I am going to say that you need to take some notes. You need to take some notes because this is not this talk, but a whole nother talk is that the way we learn involves focus. If we don't focus our brain, then our brain doesn't actually grow. It doesn't learn because we're distracted. So it's taking information in, but really not valuing what we're hearing, right? So in order for you to grow tonight, you have to focus yourself on what we're talking about. All right, so, yay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to just start with a couple funny quotes. Some of them are funny, some of them are not, but... um, uh, the first one is, if you can see in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. So we're talking about vision, right? So if you can see it in your, in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. What are we talking about there? The ability to actually imagine with the Lord, right, what he has in store and staying with that long enough till it actually manifests in your life. You know, God is the one who calls those things which be not as though they were. I'm not making this up. That's how he works, right? And we are speaking spirits just like him, made in his image and likeness, and we are asked to do what he does, just like Jesus did, right? What did Jesus say? I only only say what I see my father doing, right? So we're asked to imitate him, and we're going to acquire the same way he did, the same way he did. So if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand, Here's another one. A man without a vision is a man without a future. A man without a vision is a man without a future. A man without a future will always return to his past. And and let me tell you, from an inner healing point of view, that is true. That's a fact, right? Because you'll just keep spinning on the same orbit of what happened to you yesterday and how and why and what can I do about yesterday, right? Consuming all of your energy looking backwards instead of towards what God has for you. He has a glorious destiny for each one of us, but it is going to require some discipline on our part. And thanks be to God, he gave us a gift of discipline, right? We, we have that within us. 
You will never leave where you are until you see where you'd rather be. <laughs> right? You'll never leave where you are until you see where you'd rather be. This can apply to anything. It can be the house that you're currently living. Maybe you've got a favorite coat and you just can't imagine letting that coat go until someone hands you a brand new coat. Then all of a sudden you're thinking, why am I hanging on to this old coat, right? But we have to have something before us in order to let go of some of the things that we're currently holding on to. If you don't know where you're going, then any road will take you there. If you don't know where you're going, then any road will take you there, which is really an excuse for doing nothing, right? For staying the same. And we're, we're going to talk about that. A man becomes what he thinks about most of the time. That's Proverbs 23. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. We cannot escape these words. There's no getting around them, right? There's no getting around it. What you think about, what you hold before you, will manifest in your life. You will become what you're thinking about all the time. We don't like to hear that, especially if we're stuck in the blame game, right? Where we're constantly looking backwards to the injustices that have occurred in our lives. And I don't want to diminish that for one second because real traumatic things have happened to us. No one here has escaped trauma. You know, one of, one of the awesome things in, in worship, the Lord says to me, you're a trauma specialist. And I'm like, is that because I've been through so much trauma, Lord? <laughs> or is that because I've had the privilege of doing some Rama? you know? But the thing is, I, I've learned that no matter how much I try to figure out why things are the way they are, I will never get to the bottom of that. I'll never, it's, it's a rabbit trail that the devil wants us to take. And Jesus is saying, look to me and look to the future. Look to the future. That's where the promised land is. It's ahead of us. It's not behind us. And it may not even be in our today. All right. And then the last one is from Albert Einstein. He says, imagination is everything. And in this house, I mean, if you've heard it once, you've heard it a thousand times, we talk about meditation, right? Amen. We talk about closing your eyes and asking Jesus for a picture of what he's speaking to your heart, right? If he says that you're special, Holy Spirit, show me what that looks like, right? Give me an image of that, Lord, that I may take that and run with it. And just as he told Joshua, keep my word before you day and night. You won't make it in the promised land if you don't keep it before you. Right? You're not going to make it. If we could wear glasses that had the law written on the inside and still see, that would be beneficial for us because we could just keep it always before us, what God has said about us. So we're requiring some discipline to do this. But anyways, vision is basically just seeing, right? It's just basically seeing. The ability to imagine your future, the ability to, to think about that. And you can do that in so many ways. We're going to talk about that. One way is writing, and another way is a vision board. And so we'll spend some time about how to do a vision board, and I'm going to give you some instructions around doing that, having a vision board party together if you wanted to, a few of you, right? So, all right. So this is biblical that we're actually oriented towards the future, right? I'm, I'm not just speaking up here as a motivational speaker tonight. If I'm not going to quote the scripture, I'm not interested, okay? 
If Jesus hasn't already said it, then it's not worth it to me. I'm only looking to invest my life where there's gold, right? I, I don't have time for anything else, right? So it says, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus in Philippians 3.14. That's good enough for me. That says to me that I have God's blessing to look forward, right? I am in a race. Sometimes it's not the most pleasant experience, right? But the truth is, if I will continue to keep before me the vision of where I'm headed, then I will cross the finish line and I will be triumphant and I will according to John 17, have the good pleasure of finishing everything that God has given me on my assignment to do. That's bold, right? That's bold. That's in the message translation where God is asking us and telling us it's possible. It's possible. So whatever season you find yourself in, if you're just starting out or you've been around for a few decades and you're wondering what's next, if you're going to transition, it doesn't matter doesn't matter what your gender is, doesn't matter what your nationality is, doesn't matter if you're an immigrant or you've been in Canada forever or United States. It, this law applies to whosoever will believe. Amen. Whosoever. And everyone here is a whosoever, right? So, so the future is a reference point for us, right? And if we don't have a reference point, then we're going to, we're going to get lost. We're going to get lost. You can prove this by driving down the street and taking your eyes off the road. What happens when you look over at the ditch on the other side? Okay, any drivers here had the pleasure of finding your car veering over? Because we follow our vision. Our body is wired to follow our spirit and our soul, right? Our mind, not our brain, but our mind. The thinking part of us, right? It will follow where we lead. I don't wanna say our we're stupid because we're not right we have the mind of Christ but basically there's an order and our, our system is wired to follow our vision that's how it works that's a sobering thought and you know uh, we do this a lot don't we we think about like our wedding day or we think about you know what we're gonna have for lunch <laughs> we're thinking about what's ahead of us right graduation what we're doing on the weekend we make plans and we make those plans we imagine what it's gonna be like maybe you're thinking about that sandwich that's waiting for you after service tonight or whatever that piece of pizza you know you if I asked you to close your eyes as, as joy has done so many times close your eyes and tell me about your favorite slice of pizza, you have no problem telling me about what that pizza looks like. It'll be so well described that I could practically smell it because you're so good at that, right? So this is not something that we don't know how to do. This is something that we do know how to do. We do know how to do it. But, you know, truth be told, we have to discipline ourselves, right? I, I have to do this thing where I set my timer on my phone uh, every morning and I for 10 minutes, just you know, talk to God about my future. Just meditate on my future. So Why did I have to do that? Because I, I, didn't, I didn't see nothing. Yeah. I, I, to be truthful, I'm probably the last person in the world that should be given this message, right? Because when I looked out at my future, I really, I didn't see anything. I mean, I had my life planned out to kind of raising my family. That, that was my big thing, you know, and having uh, children and having a great marriage and a nice house, you know, and so I have those things and it's like, okay, so now what? Okay, now what? <laughs> and it sounds funny, 
but it's about a 10-year kind of struggle, really, with trying to figure out what's in the next season. Simultaneous to my wondering about the next season, I've noticed some changes in my physical body, actually, that are trying to scream out at me and tell me contrary to what God's word says about me, right? So I've got this internal battle going on. Whoa, oh, punctuate the internal battle. And I have the truth of Jesus before me, right? So I have to do this exercise where I say, Jesus, talk to me about my future. You know, I, I had to do that in order to get something. And to be honest, a lot of the time, I don't see like magnificent things. I mean, I've seen some really nice things for sure. But a lot of times it's me and Jesus just talking together. And sometimes I feel like, you know what, Lord, you tricked me. You tricked me into this exercise so that you could just hang out and spend time with me. And it doesn't matter, right, as long as there's fruit from the activity, right? And there always is when we involve God in the process. If we won't quit, then we, we will get there. So what does the Bible say about vision? I mean, we've, we've heard so many things, right? Um, this is really quite sobering, okay? This is like serious business here. Because this is the way it is. There, this is not a suggestion. This is, this is the law. This is the way it works. This is the way God made the game. He invented this game of life and we can't change the rules when you're playing Monopoly, you don't get to use Yahtzee rules, right? You have to play with the Monopoly rules if you're going to win, right? So he said this. He said in Proverbs 29:18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Right? Where there is no vision, the people perish. We might even say that hope deferred makes the heart sick, sick right? Another scripture, hope deferred. What is hope? Hope is a blueprint, right? It's a picture of what we're going towards. And if we don't have hope, if we don't have a picture, we don't have a blueprint, what happens to our heart? Yeah. It, it feels sick, yeah. you know? It just feels, not to diminish those feelings, but it feels, you know, like you've hit rock bottom or you're depressed, or you're highly anxious, you're lonely, right? It just, it feels like there's, no reason to continue. You can't really come up with anything good going on, so why bother, right? This is not God's plan for our life. We know that there's a rascal at work, right? There is a deceiver who is trying to rob from us, and that's what he does. He comes to steal, yeah. then kill. Yeah. That's the order. We like to say kill first, but it's steal. What is he coming to steal? He's coming to steal the word that was sown in our heart because that's where the hope is, right? right. That's where the hope is. So the Bible says that it will make us perish. Another word for perish is die. Perish means die. Without vision, we die. Yeah, come on. Without vision, we die. Come on. Yeah. Right? So true. <laughs> it, it'd be like, and I don't mean to diminish this experience, but it'd be like being in a concentration camp and having no hope of getting out. Yes. You know, that's what life is like when we don't have vision. And we can have everything. We can have a great relationship with our spouse. We can have a nice house. But if we don't have vision, we don't have contentment. We don't have peace. We don't have joy. We don't, and therefore we don't have any strength, right? Because it's the joy of the Lord that's our strength. So we got nothing, nothing to give, which is exactly where the devil wants us to be. Not able to minister to anybody except thinking about ourselves all the time. 
Another translation says that uh, where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained. Unrestrained, you know what unrestrained means? That means not restricted, right? It means that they'll just do whatever they want. When you don't have vision, you just do whatever you want. You just wake up and say, well, what do I feel like doing today? Oh, I don't feel like doing it. I'm not going to do it. It's a recipe for disaster, right? Because it's selfish living. And what does selfishness always do? It draws us away from the family, and it causes us, like the one sheep that's lost, to be separated from the fold, right? We become isolated and separated, and there's no protection out there but for the grace of God, who does come after, does come after us. But why would we not live under the umbrella that pastors so beautifully displayed for us just recently, right? Where we think that's where the protection is under the umbrella and that's where we wanna be. So vision keeps us alive. Vision keeps us alive. All right, so let's do some practical stuff right now, okay? Since, yeah, okay. Hallelujah. Okay, so we're gonna talk about how to take the unseen stuff on the inside of you and bring it out into the scene, all right? So the truth is for, uh, you know, and this is what, the truth is that most people don't really know what's in there. It's kind of like what I was saying when I couldn't see what my future was, right? I didn't know. Um, It's like if you asked me what my dream was, I really couldn't articulate it. Because it's like I checked everything off my list, so, but I'm too young to die. Like I must, (laughs) must have more. There must be more, Lord, you know, and I'm not, satisfied so it's a clue that there's more right so um you know the the lord says this is like a little aside i just have to say it several years ago pastor ian was preaching and he made this statement you probably remember hearing him say this that the self remember when he was teaching on the creature right the creature or the self will never allow us to dream beyond our comfort zone right will never allow us to dream beyond what right. we feel safe about seeing, yeah. right? That's why that whole work that Pastor Tina referred to about provision, protection, and love is yeah. so essential. Yeah. That you know that you're loved, you know you're protected, and you know you're provided for. So you can just go out on a whim and follow the Lord. Yeah. Whatever that thing is in your heart, you can follow him under, obviously, good counsel, right? Follow him and take that risk, but it does require the healing. And so he asks us in Habakkuk 2, you all know this scripture probably, where he says to record the vision. He tells Habakkuk, right? He says, write it down, write it down. And we know from research that if you write down what you want to have happen, about, you, have a, you have a 42% increase in likelihood that your vision, your dream, your goal is gonna come to pass. You've already increased your stake significantly just by talking to God. Put your timer on your phone if you're not accustomed to that. Pray in tongues for 10 minutes. Say, hey, Lord, talk to me about my future. I, 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 I mean it's as easy as that, okay? It doesn't have to be complicated to hear from God, right? Put your timer on your phone. That will help you to feel like, uh, I don't, I'm going to be here for an hour. You know, that dread that people can get about praying, right? So put your timer on the phone and say, Lord, talk to me. And get your pen and your paper and just start writing. Just start writing. Just start writing. Because we're trying to get out the stuff that's in us. So we've been challenged by so many motivational people to make a dreams list, 101 dreams that you have, your top 25, 
you know, whatever it is, don't worry about the formula, just put something down, okay? And if you remember, you filled out this card probably. If you didn't fill this card, you want to get one of these cards, and they're actually all posted on the back of this whiteboard, where you just write down a few things that you are hoping to come to pass in 2019. So you have already significantly moved yourself in that direction, because remember, we're following our vision. You've moved yourself there just because you've done this simple act of writing it down. You can argue with the experts if you want, but they tell us that by doing this, that we have moved forward, we've advanced. Why would we not do this? So please get a card, okay? So what we wanna do then is talk about, once you've written it down, what can you do? And so vision boards, and I'm just gonna pull up a couple of them here. Um, vision boards are just a really cool way, a fun way of actually just taking your, your stuff in your heart, right? And making it visual. Why do we wanna make it visual? Because we need to keep it before us. Just like when Joshua went into the promised land, he was told to keep it before him. We do this so that we can keep it before us. So this is a board that I did a couple years ago. I didn't have a ton of time, so I didn't fill it in completely, um, but I love my board. I did this about 10 years ago, and to be honest, when I look at it, I still love it. And the cool thing that's happening is that this thing is so prophetic for me, it just continues to minister to me all this time later. Because when I did it, and this will be step one of how to do a vision board, okay, is I spent, I spent a little bit of time just asking the Lord to guide me, yeah. right? I just invited him into the process, right? Holy Spirit, you know, help me. You know, guide my selection as I'm looking through these magazines and I'm tearing out pictures. Show me what you have for me. And so on this board, a little testimony of something, uh, because I believe that these are prophetic, just like 100% I know that meditation is a prophetic picture of what God's doing. When he shows you an image, you might wonder, am I making this up or is God showing me something? Well, when you get fruit from it, you'll have that, you'll have that settled in your mind, like I have it settled and so many of us have it settled, right? That the Lord, because I've asked for bread, is giving me bread. He's not gonna give me a snake. When I say, Holy Spirit, direct this process, right? I need to repent if I think that he doesn't answer that prayer. That's ridiculous, right? So we just say, Lord, I've got the stack of magazines and you can get them from a thrift store if you don't have a bunch of old ones or ask a friend and just say, Holy Spirit, guide me. And when you go through there, you're just literally gonna pull out pictures that move your heart, right? Those images that really stir your passions on the inside. It might just be something that you like you know, I, I, I have these purple ribbons on here, um, and then I, you know, to be honest, when I was laying it out, I was trying to make it look pretty, not so much kind of group things prophetically or anything like that, and, and I put up here being connected to the supernatural, and you know, I look at this now, and I think, Lord, you're so good, yeah. you know, I, I am so connected to you, Lord God. You know, I'm not boasting, I'm just boasting on him, yeah. right? And how those cords of love, you know, have connected us over the year. And purple is a sign of royalty, right? And that's him, that's him. So I wanna share this little testimony. Down here is a glorious home, okay? Like you can't see this, but this is magnificent, okay? This is a magnificent home. And of course, you know, I've got this dream home idea that I would love to have this dream home. And so I cut this out and I thought, this is so grand. I mean, it is massive, it's gorgeous, it's vintage, it's, it's a spectacular place, okay? 
Anyways, I cut it out, I put it on there. I didn't even think twice about it. I had no idea where it was. I just, it didn't say like, this house is, you know, 15 Park Avenue in Southern California. Like, there was no address. It was just um, advertisement for something. And I, I cut it out and, um, you know, so I left it there. And a few years went by and I took a trip to visit my daughter who was going to school in Georgia not on my radar. I absolutely had no desire to go to Georgia, not even remotely, um, although it's a magnificent state if you get a chance to go there. So, But um, anyway, so I went and visited a historic site in Georgia because they had also a tea room there, and I love tea rooms, right? So I went with my girls and um, had tea. So I came home, and it was, to be honest, it was in my husband's office because on the back of this, Dom and I did a board together. We went away on a weekend. And this half is like one, one of our half and the other one is the other one's half and then we have some stuff together. And we tried, kind of just talked about what do we want to do in life together, right? So anyway, so it was in his office and she was in there doing some homework and she looked at the board and she came running to me. She goes, Mom, she goes, do you know where that house is? I'm like, no, I wasn't even thinking, what house? She said, Mom, that is the house in Georgia that we just went to. Okay, I'm, I'm like, no way, I'm looking at it, and it's like, oh my goodness, Lord, that is literally the location that we ended up going to. You know, why am I telling you this? Because did I make that happen, or did the Lord show me? What are the chances that I was going to find this image and put this on my board? I had a stack of magazines with plenty of beautiful houses, and this one is not even realistic, okay? <laughs> like, it's so grand. But I knew that the Lord was saying that I'm with you. Yeah. You know, I'm leading you, I'm guiding you. I really, really am. Yeah. I really am. I really am. You know, another cool short story is one year, uh, Rebecca did a board, and then her sister was in the school of ministry the following year. They each did a board, didn't, um, separate years, separate stack of magazines, okay? Uh, Leah is presenting her board and I happened to invite Rebecca to come in that day because I thought oh maybe you want to hear your sister's board you know kind of hear her vision and stuff so she's looking at the board and she's like no way she's pointing to the exact same image it was a white stuffed giant unicorn on a Volkswagen Beetle okay who is gonna pick that out okay except for these two sisters that literally a year later find the same image and post it now I can't remember why you guys chose the unicorn on the Beetle but I do want to say this that we are connected okay siblings absolutely connected right connected by love but we're all connected. God is a spirit of love and he has connected every single one of us. Okay, all right, so, so let's just make a list here, okay? You guys ready? Okay, you're gonna get clarity, you're gonna have help prioritizing your priorities, you're gonna get results because you're gonna do this. Um, you need to set a date when you're gonna do it, but okay. So there's two kinds of boards. One board is that you literally just cut out all the images and you just start randomly filling your board, okay? Just fill your board with whatever you want. You want a new car? Does Jesus want you to have a new car? Just say, Jesus, do you want me to have a new car? 
and you feel like he wants you to have a new car, you don't overthink it, right? right. Because remember, you've already invited him into the process, so you're good. Another way of doing the board is um, what most people do when they do a vision board is you come up with your list of dreams that you have, like your 101 dreams or your top 25 things that you want to have happen in your life, and you narrow it down to five. Ten at the absolute most. You shouldn't have more than, they say, five goals that you're working on in a year. But anyway, so you get those ten or five images of what you're working on. So if you want to you know, pay off your debt, you would print off a, you know, a dollar bill, you'd write your 10K debt, whatever it is, and you put a big X in it, so one of your images is related to that goal. If you want to go to Italy, you get a map of Italy, and that's on your board, okay? If you need a new car, and you want a new car, then you got a picture of the kind of car that you want, okay? If you're looking to get married, you know, or you want your marriage restored, you look for a picture of a happy couple, you know, if you hope to go to the beach, get a picture of a beach, okay? And put the beach that you want to go to. Be specific with that, right? You can put on here whatever you want that's related to those goals that you have, okay? It's very specific then, and actually much more powerful in some ways, although you can do two boards, right? You can do them both, because now what you're doing is you have a specific thing that you're keeping in front of you. There's so many testimonies of these boards. I mean, Amy's boards are up here. She had no desire, not, no plans to go to Africa when she did this board. This was way before there was a um, Reynolds and Kathy Maines connection in Africa and that, and there's Africa on her board, which by the way, isn't her board beautiful? She is such, and this is another one that the girl did. She did a couple boards, so they're here. We were laughing today because she has a giant stack of Louis Vuitton bags and she had no idea when she put it on here, she didn't know who Louis Vuitton was, right? So she just has this huge bag of beautiful vintage ba bags. But we're expecting some, some Louis in the future. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay, so what you're going to do, how, here's how you're going to do it. Ready? Okay. Here's how you're going to do this. You're going to, number one, collect your images. I'm not going to. I'm going to just talk to you about this. Get some magazines, okay? Um, then number two, what you do is you pray, all right? So just offer a prayer to the Lord, right? Pray in tongues a little bit. Put some worship music on while you're doing it. Keep your focus on Jesus, okay? Uh, number three then, uh, and you can just ask this question. Lord, what do we want to happen this year? What do we want to happen this year? And you go, start going through your magazines and just pull out the images, okay? Then start cutting out those images, right? And then you're going to, when you're done your board, you know, glue it all on there. When you're done your board, you're gonna pray over your board, all right? So you take it into your prayer closet, right? And you just spend time with the Lord about this board. He is going to show you some things. And if you do it with your spouse, you're gonna be surprised at what you learn about each other from doing it with your spouse, okay? All right, so, so last thing is, um, if you do it this way where you do a whole group of things, write some goals, right? Actually, I don't have time to talk to you about that, but write some goals, like write it out, put a deadline on it, right? So I, I've, if you got on there paying off your debt, paying off how much of your debt, you know? You're gonna put the whole thing on there, you got faith for that. Sometimes they say put down what you have about a 50% chance of actually doing in the year, okay? But maybe, so maybe you want to say $3,000 on your 10K debt or 
go, you know what, put the whole thing on, really. If you're going to be consistent, that's the difference, right? If you put a little bit on and you don't do anything with it, you won't be disappointed, okay? If you put a lot on and you don't do anything with it, you're going to be disappointed for sure, right? So you have to keep this thing before you in order to see the results. That's, that is the most important thing. This is the last thing then, okay? Um, when you write your, when you do your board, write some declarations, okay? So you would write some I am statements that go with the board or I have. Thank you, Lord, for my new car. I decree in the name of Jesus that doors are opening for me this year. I decree that I have the car of my dreams in the name of Jesus, right? I decree I am worthy to have a new car, right? Write out those things, and you declare those things over yourself, and look at that image and high-five your image as you go through your day, okay? In Jesus' name, yay, amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray that your life was impacted by this service and you are able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus, or you've known about him, but been far from him. We wanna give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on the cross so that you could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. If you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then just repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me. I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my Savior and my Lord. Help me believe in you and love you every day and help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you have just made to make Jesus the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey. And most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we would love to send you with some easy steps on where to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you real soon.